Hello and welcome to Real Advice, Real Talk, a podcast from the Real Estate Council of BC. Each episode explores a timely real estate topic with experts from the council, lawyers, and industry insiders. This is episode number two, Preparing for Change. I'm your host, Elise Palmer, a communications specialist here at the council. Uh, Today, I'm joined by Tina Albrecht, another communications specialist, Maureen Coleman, our manager of professional standards, and um, our guest today is Devin Kanhai, associate director at UBC Sauter Real Estate Division. Welcome, everyone. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. So, Devin, we're just going to jump right in and start talking about the new rules education course. So this is the course that's going to cover the basics of the new rules to help educate licensees. Can you tell me a little bit about how the course was developed? Sure. The uh, The rule changes course was developed as a collaboration between the UBC Sauter Real Estate Division and the Real Estate Council. The staff at uh, both organizations, uh, we worked very closely together to create the content of the course. The team used the content from the rules themselves as a starting point, and we paired that with uh, comprehensive information available on the council's website and new material that we created in-house at the real estate division. Um, The real estate division, we are also developing and customizing the administrative and learning management systems that are required to deliver the course. And what can, uh, when, you know, when you finally sign up for it, what can you expect to see if you, if you take it? Sure. Um, simply speaking, I think the course really is, is an online course. It incorporates videos, scenario-based learning, and assessments. And all of these tools are designed to address the recent amendments to the rules on agency and disclosure. And so you take the course, you finish it, and then what are what are you really hoping that students will get from it? What are what are they going to leave? What are you going to leave them with? Well, the uh, the overall objective of the course is to increase licensee awareness and exposure to the recent changes to the rules. So we think that uh, students completing the course they'll leave having an understanding of the content of the changes to the rules and also the purposes behind those changes. Furthermore, they will learn about some of the impacts that the amendments will have on their practice, where they can find these new council mandatory forms. And finally, I think they're going to learn to know and find out where they can get more information on these changes, if if in fact that's needed. While different brokerages may develop different practices and policies around fulfilling the new rules, Uh, Rather than dictating business strategies in the course, the course is really designed to ensure that licensees understand the technical regulatory requirements. So um, what what can you do um, in order to ensure that you're getting the most out of the course? What's your advice to people on that that end? I think that uh, licensees should take the course uh, with an open mind and uh, be ready to learn. Um, Clearly, the changes to the rules, they signal a shift in the focus of the industry to be more mindful of the consumer's best interests. While change can obviously be very difficult, times of change, I think, also present an opportunity to look inwards and re-examine one's business practices and make any refinements if necessary. I would encourage licensees to take the time not only to complete the course requirements, but actually spend some time thinking and reflecting on the content and think about how the new rules uh, will need to be implemented uh, into one's practice going forward. So Maureen, Devin mentioned, obviously this is a big time for change, um, and then there's this new course, but what is, what is a licensee's own obligation to, to respond to change? 
Well, a licensee has to demonstrate competency. And part of that is the licensee needs to be knowledgeable about the legislation that regulates their conduct, as well as informing themselves about related legislation that may impact uh, the delivery of real estate services, such as the Strata Property Act, the Residential Property Act, or sorry, Residential Tenancy Act, and other related um, pieces of legislation. One of the things that I'm excited about uh, with what we've seen of the course that Sauter has developed is really honing in on the fundamentals and giving licensees an opportunity to truly become experts in the new rules and the impact of the new rules. And this is something that we're wanting licensees to really embrace. The idea that they have an obligation to educate themselves. It isn't a, it isn't a task um, that is to be taken lightly. It is a task that must be approached in a business-like way. They have a positive obligation to avail themselves of all of the resources that are being developed, this course for one. And then I'd hand off to you, actually, Elisa, to talk about what you're developing for licensees to improve their knowledge and thus create better public protection. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think that um, you touched on fundamentals of agency, which was uh, our focus in communications last month. Uh, everything we were publishing last month was related to the fundamentals of agency, and this month is about preparing for change. Um, and with that, we're we're putting out this podcast. Um, and I'd really just like to, I would encourage licensees to take advantage of all of the resources that have already been developed. There is a ton of material that's on the council website. Um, and as, as Devin mentioned, that has informed um, the, the development of the new rules course. Um, and we're also, we're putting out um, the Managing Broker uh, Professional Matters webinar, which will be beginning at the end of April. Um, which is a great opportunity for managing brokers to um, to actually have half an hour to to sit down um, electronically with uh, Maureen and and actually ask some questions um, and get get answers right from the horse's mouth. Um, and Tina, maybe you could talk a bit about um, what what else we're trying to do. Yeah, as Elise mentioned, we have so many resources on our website. Um, some of the other things that we are working on is a consumer campaign. We're preparing information mm -hmm. to help um, educate consumers about what how the changes to the rules will affect them. And we're also developing a lot of that material that we're developing for consumers will actually probably be, be most used by, by licensees themselves so that they have the resources they need to, to explain it to consumers. We really want to ensure that, that everyone understands how to comply with the new rules, but also understands why why these new rules were made. And, and once again, that goal, I think we all go back to it constantly, is consumer protection. If, if I could just um, piggyback on that, Elise, the idea of licensees using the resources on the council's website um, to educate their clients, that speaks so much to our shift away from a sales-focused industry to a client-focused uh, profession. And I think it would be useful if you could perhaps describe the different channels 
of information that are available to licensees because let's face it, we're all inundated with tons of information from all kinds of sources. So how do licensees access it? How do they make it part of their business day? So um, we've housed all of the new information about the new consumer protection rules on the council's website. Um, and once you go to that, there's a section for consumers and there's also a section for licensees. Um, and that's where, that's where everything is. It's, a, it's basically a clearinghouse for all that information. You can find the FAQs, you can find um, all of the real advice e-newsletters, which we've been putting out every week since November. You can find there's a resources page on there, which has all of the videos that we've already that we've produced so far. That's also where you'll find the um, the webinars. Once they once yeah. we record them, we will be releasing them there. Yeah, one of the things that we've really wanted to focus on is people learn in different ways, and people uh, have time to access information in different ways, which is why we've been creating the short videos that we have, the podcasts, the webinars, really uh, a variety of ways for people to absorb this information that we're sharing. And I should also mention that Tina is actually our design specialist. Um, so maybe, Tina, you could talk a little bit about what you're trying to do in explaining the information visually. Yeah, so what we've been trying to do is to uh, break our information up a little bit, pulling out key thoughts, key headers, and key bits of information that will hopefully um, kind of spark interest and and get people to dig a little bit deeper into some of the some of the content that we have because we we have so much content. And I think that's an important point uh, to to raise again and just reiterate that um, the council already has a lot of great information available on their website and in a variety of different mediums. And we're really excited to hear that people are excited and waiting for UBC to release the course. However, much of that information in the course is really already available to licensees. And I think licensees should take charge uh, and uh, get that information and they can access that information now um, because um, the more information and the more different places you can get it from is the stronger those concepts will stay in your mind. So we're very excited for, for the course to be to be released. But um, in the meantime, there are many resources available to licensees to uh, access that information and to learn about the rural changes uh, now. And Maureen, let's just, maybe we could leave it here, but you talked before um, about treating this, treating this like a necessary chore. Can you just maybe close us off today with a little, with your wisdom on that front? We all have tasks that we really don't like. I, for one, an iron. You show me an iron in the ironing <laughs> board, I'm, I want to run. But I, you have to do it, unless you want to look all rumply. But, uh, and this is it, you've got to look at it as part of your continuing development of your services as a professional. It's not optional hit-and-run real estate, particularly in light of the penalties that licensees can now face. Doing business accidentally is filled with risk, both for the consumer but also for the licensee. These fines uh, are life-changing in their amounts. Mm -hmm. So being able to really put on your professional jacket and really think about how you can act in the best interest of your client and what a... If, what a good benefit being able to offer somebody undivided loyalty. I think that's a really powerful message, and I think licensees should embrace it. And I also think that, um, as I mentioned before, change presents a lot of opportunities. So 
I think this is now a great opportunity for licensees who take charge, as Maureen mentioned, and, and do these necessary components to inform themselves, to set themselves apart from the competition. Um, what better way uh, to, uh, to set yourself apart by being that person that your clients feel is the most knowledgeable, the most professional, and really the go-to resource for information. So I think the education and the changes uh, really present a great opportunity for licensees who are willing to take that challenge. Great. Let's leave it there. Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks, Thanks you guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you.